and we are live. Just real quick on that video that we opened up with, with Peter Navarro being arrested by the Biden DOJ. This, of course, harkens back to the 1-6 committee. Let me go over this with you just so everybody knows. I wrote down a few notes on this. Remember that the 1-6 committee put together, fashioned together by, of course, the majority leader, the the Speaker of the House. I hate to even say things like that. I really do. I hate giving these people titles. But Nancy Pelosi put together the 1-6 committee. You need to understand. So whenever you see it, because they're having a former ABC, CBS, I can't remember exact put together some sort of documentary on the 1-6 committee and on 1-6. It'll all be bogus. It'll all be gaslit propaganda for the Democratic Party. However, you need to understand that whenever you see anything about the 1-6 committee, the 1-6 committee is in and of itself completely illegal. Now, why is it illegal? First of all, because whenever you do a committee like this, it has to have minority representation. In other words, of course, you have the majority in the House, which is Democratic Party, And then, of course, you have the minority in the House, barely a minority by nine members. It's the Republican Party. But when the Republican, whenever you have a committee put together, of course, you have the majority has the most seats and then the minority has the least amount of seats. So the the majority will vote in whatever they want in these committees. We understand that. However, this committee is completely illegal because whenever you put together one of these committees, the minority leader gets to select the members that he wants on the committee. Does everybody get that? He can't, it's not Nancy Pelosi doesn't pick the Republicans. Kevin McCarthy, like him or not, he's the one who picks the, the members of his party, the minority, to sit on the 1-6 committee. That's not what happened. He picked Jim Banks and Jim Jordan. They were both rejected, which is not legal. I mean, I want everybody to understand right out of right out of Second Timothy chapter 3, 1 through 4, that in these end days, these last days, there will be lawlessness. Nancy Pelosi just completely and totally disregarded written law in that when you have a committee like this, you have to allow the minority to select its members. You have to have minority representation and you have to have a certain amount of minority representation of which there had to be two members. They have to be selected by the minority leader, Kevin McCarthy. She, then they were, when they were Jim Bakes and Jim Jordan, she rejected them and replaced them with Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. Two people who are not even going to be reelected. Both of them are absolute uh, boot licking, butt kissing for the Democratic Party rhinos. We all know that. You know, Adam crying, Adam Kinzinger. We've all seen the videos. So he, she basically put on two more Democrats. That is completely illegal. A, she's not allowed to select the Republicans. B, she's not allowed to tell Kevin McCarthy who he can select. C, when he did select them, she's not allowed to reject them. So it's a completely and totally illegal committee in that they do not have subpoena power. Now there are two people, Peter Navarro and Steve Bannon, who were arrested for not responding to congressional subpoenas, but they're not allowed to issue them. Do you see how lawless it is? You have a committee that's illegal, issuing illegal subpoenas, and then Christopher Ray's FBI goes out and arrests people based on illegal subpoenas, based on illegal warrants drawn from illegal subpoenas. That is where we are right now. This is why I tell you every podcast, this is why you don't cave into these people on any level. A lot of this podcast tonight will be about basically what I call, they're all the same. They're all the same entity with the same agenda. An abortion activist is the same as a mask wearer. 
A gun grabber is the same as somebody who takes the vaccine. They're all the same. You're like, no, Tom, there's conservatives that wear masks. Yes, they are participating as a gun grabber. They are participating as a transgender activist. They are participating as a homosexual activist. They are participating as an abortion activist because all of those entities, gun grabbers, transgender activists, homosexual activists, climate change hoaxers, vaccine mandators, mask mandators, lockdown artisans, they're all the same entity. And as a conservative, you buy into any part of that. Well, I just want to wear a mask so that everybody feels like I'm compassionate. You've bought into the whole global control agenda but I'll get to that in a minute. So this whole one six thing comes back to, of course, November 3rd of 2020, where Donald Trump had the presidential election completely and totally stolen from him. We all know that it's true. We've all seen the data. People who say that there is no data, people that say that there's no lawsuits that were won are all bold-faced liars. The data is very, very easy to determine. It comes out with just, we have no media. Since we have no media, only people that report on the data when you have the forensic audit in Arizona, the only people that that reported on the results of that forensic audit, which for sure overturned the election. Good conservatives out there are calling for the electors to be retracted, and they should be. But nobody in the media will report on it. If it was the other way around, if it was what happened to Trump, happened to Biden, it'd be, it'd be worldwide news every day. So I just want to go back to the election very quickly. Let's go over it because that's what this whole 1-6 thing is about. 1-6 committee is about, of course, the unarmed average age of 74-year-old intruder into the Capitol being an insurrection. That's how they, that's what they, that's what they call an insurrection now. Just think they call mass murder of the unborn, censorship, show me your papers, just like they show that democracy, they call that democracy. They call an insurrection, a bunch of unarmed MAGA grandmas running into the Capitol while the Capitol police open the doors for them and remove the barricades. So this is all about, you know, they say that Bannon, and, they, and I'm, alle- I'm assuming they're going to allege that Navarro stirred up um, you know, things about the election, that it was a false election, that, that the election was stolen. Of course, just so everybody knows, if you paid any attention, we all spent from 2016 to 2020 listening to the Russian collusion hoax put out by Hillary Clinton, put out by the DNC, put out by Perkins Coie, put out by Christopher Steele. That all came out in the Michael, the Michael Sussman trial, which I'll get to in just a second also. We all got to listen for four years how the, the election was stolen from Hillary. But somehow when Hillary alleges that an election was stolen, it's not a threat to democracy. But we on the, when we on the right allege that, uh, that a, an election was stolen, it's a threat to democracy and caused an insurrection on Capitol Hill. The Capitol Hill, we had Ray Epps removing the barricades so people who are still in jail right now, still I want everyone to think about this as a cop. I know the statistics on these things. Cop 1992-2017, myself, right here, Sarasota County, Florida, that people are still languishing in the D.C. Metro Jail for misdemeanors of, of trespassing or unlawful parading that we had Ray Epps, uh, we all know, is an FBI operative removing barricades so people don't even know they were trespassing. They're still languishing in jail. 
So this is all about the, uh, the legitimacy or illegitimacy of the election and anybody that actually looks into it like they're doing in Wisconsin right now and they're turning up all sorts of ballot harvesting, all sorts of corruption in nursing homes, adding up to basically tens of thousands of ballots that would easily overturn the election for Donald Trump. And you have good conservatives in Wisconsin calling for the electors to be retracted there also. So back to the election real quick. First pick up for me, Heather, the Obama-Biden-Trump statistics, just so everybody knows. This is the truth about the election. We had Obama in 2012. You got you got Biden in 2020, Trump and Trump in 2020. So you've got Obama when he won, got 69 million votes, 873 counties. All right, we'll just cover the first two. And then you got Biden allegedly gets 81 million votes and only has 477 counties. Trump gets 74 million votes and wins 2,497 counties and Trump lost the election. Now let's explain this up now. Now let's explain what really happened here. Tom, this is old news, uh, yeah, but I'm making a point. All this stuff about you're a threat to the democracy, you're a threat to the democracy, 1-6 kangaroo court committee, all this about people falsely saying, uh, claiming that the election was, was fraudulent, that the election was stolen. Well, look at these statistics right here. 18 of 19 bellwethers, Trump won. Biden won one of 19. Basically, a bellwether county is any county that pretty much predetermines an election. If you win that county, you win the election. Trump won 18 out of 19 bellwether counties, and Biden won one, and Obama had the exact same statistics as Trump. And if you look at the next line, Trump, Biden, Obama won Florida, Ohio, and Iowa, and so did Trump, but somehow Trump lost the election. Obama won House seats, Trump won House seats, but somehow Obama won the election, Trump lost the election. Biden lost both Florida, all of Florida, Ohio, and Iowa, and lost uh, House seats, but yet he still allegedly won. So we all know that this is this right here, for Biden to win is statistically impossible. It did not happen. There's no way that it happened. We all know that it didn't happen. So these are the true statistics. It's absolutely impossible. And if you look at the number of counties, it all comes down to, once again, whether you're dealing with these cities, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Detroit, Phoenix, Arizona, and Las Vegas. Seven cities in those six states. What they do in those cities in the, and what happened, as we all witnessed, on November 3rd of 2020, is they shut down the election in the middle of the night. The very first, the, they shut down the ballot counting in the middle of the night. Make sure that my, uh, my uh, facts are absolutely straight with you. So they shut down the ballot counting in the middle of the night. Now, in my 53 years here on planet Earth, born in 1968, been part of many elections now, I have never seen that before in my life. So what happens is in the seven cities and the six states, all of which, of course, Democratic Party hubs, and I will tell you this, it's, it's very simple. When Mitt Romney ran for president in 2012 against Obama, of course, you can't stand Mitt Romney. But just so you know, you know how many votes he got in Philadelphia? Zero. Zero votes. That's a fact. How is that possible? And of course, Mittens being the beta male, uh, basically uh, gutless wonder that he is, gelding, prancing around the field that he is, never challenged it, of course. How do you end up with zero votes in Philadelphia? Well, if you use Philadelphia or all six of the rest of the seven cities in the, in the six states, 
Basically, you shut down ballot counting in the middle of the night and you go and manufacture ballots. You manifest them out of thin air. There was hundreds of thousands. I mean, literally hundreds of thousands of ballots in all those seven cities where the only person voted for on the ballot was Joe Biden. So it's an absolute fraudulent election. And of course, it was all brought up. My producer and brought this up right before that sometime or another that I would mention this. So I will. The reason why that this was enabled where you can shut down ballot counting in the middle of the night is because of all the conservatives, all the Christians, all the churchgoers caving to the leftist globalist agenda of the response to COVID-19, where you can't go and vote in person. It's because it's such an existential threat to your life, which is a 99.9% survival virus, 0.1% uh, uh, death rate for COVID-19. So Everybody caved into it, so it licensed the Democrats to put Zucker boxes on every street corner in all these urban centers in these seven cities in the six states. And that's what they did. And they manufactured ballots. It'd be impossible to do that if it was all traceable ballots. Back to signature tracing, back to identification tracing, do where you have to show an ID in person, a paper ballot. It would be absolutely impossible to pull that off. But when you've got, you know, Miss Ruby in Atlanta putting in the same stack of ballots, Aaron and I watched it over and over again for the podcast, put in the same stack of ballots over and over again, and nobody cares. Brad Raffensperger, of course, being the gelding, ballless wonder that he is, he did absolutely nothing as usual. And then he just got reelected in a landslide in Georgia. I will never. But I'm wondering if Georgia, are Democrats allowed to vote in the Republican primary? That's probably how he got reelected, if that's the case. So that is what happened. That's, what, that's how these numbers occurred. Massive voter fraud brought about by all the Christians, all the churchgoers, all the, all the pastors, all the COVID-caving clergy, all the Christian leaders, all the Christian national leaders that I could name right now. I could name 10 of them right now off the top of my head. All of them caved because it's such a threat to your life to go and vote in person when you have a flu bug floating around. And it has the exact same death rate as the flu from, from 50 on and a, and a lesser death rate Less if you're 50 years of age or less and nobody can go and vote in person. It's all a lie, but that's what this creates. So somehow Joe Biden wins 477 counties in the entire United States. Those counties are in, inside of that 477, 477 counties. Inside of those are the seven cities in the six states. Oh, Aaron just sent me something in Georgia. Any voter can participate. That's what I thought. That's what happened then. Any voter can participate in any political party's primary. That's how Brad Raffensperger got reelected. And then that's how Brian Kemp, by the way, that's how Brian Kemp won too. Because that's who they want. They, they look, what Democrats do is they look for the gelding. Very easy to tell what a gelding is when you walk out onto a field full of horses. Then that's what the Democrats do. And basically, in Georgia, you need to change your voter laws. Of course, it's not going to happen because Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who, went, who met with Mark Elias, who is an attorney for Perkins Coie, who hired Fusion GPS, who hired Christopher Steele, who came up with a fake Russian dossier. He met with Brad Raffensperger, met with, met with uh, Mark Elias, and changed the voting laws unilaterally right in March of 2020 for the state of Georgia in that it was basically impossible to challenge a ballot. And that's what happened. They made it impossible to challenge ballots. Now, what's the most important thing whenever you have a basically a new election that is all mail-in ballots? You have to easily be able to change, to be able to challenge 
ballots because lots of people for the first time are mailing in ballots and you have lots of fraud. But what, of course, Brad Raffensperger did, along with Democratic Party hack attorney Mark Elias, was make it impossible to challenge ballots. So Brad Raffensperger, as Secretary of State of, of, of Georgia, uh, certified a very fraudulent election. That's who he is. That's who he'll always be outside of repentance in, in Jesus' name. That's who Brad Raffensperger is, a, a absolutely testicle-less gelding who prances about a field and, lo- lick, and looks to lick the boots of the Democratic Party and lick the butt of the Democratic Party. That's who he is. All right, Paul Sperry tweet. Breaking federal election records reveal the D.C. District Judge Casey Cooper. Now, this is all about the Sussman trial. That, of course, you know, everyone's going to talk about John Durham lost it. Well, let's look at it. Casey Cooper, this is the judge in that trial. Now, just so everybody knows, when it comes to Michael Sussman, Michael Sussman was was an attorney who worked for Hillary Clinton, who worked for the DNC and Hillary Clinton. He went and gave information that Hillary Clinton okayed for him to give. Hillary Clinton knew the information was false. It was about Trump's alleged connections to that Russian Alpha Bank. Well, that never occurred. That never happened. Never. It's completely dispelled, even by the left. So that never happened. It's, there's so little information that even there's so little uh, information about anything having to do with Trump and the Alpha Bank. What I mean by that is so little verif- verifying information because there is zero verifying information that Trump ever even knew what Alpha Bank was that even the left has had to report that it was a hoax. So he knew that it was that he was going to the FBI to lie. Hillary Clinton knew that he was going to the FBI to lie. He knew that he was going to the FBI on behalf of the DNC and Hillary Clinton, but lied to the FBI and told him that he was there on his own. That's what happened. Now he just got acquitted. Now, how did he get acquitted? The district judge in his case, hearing the trial of the Democratic super lawyer, Sussman, has given at least basically $30,000 to the Democrats and only Democrats. So the judge in the case, when he gives his money, that's a large sum of money. I've never given that much money away ever to any, to any uh, political candidate. $29,000 to the Democrats and only Democrats, including $5,000 to the DNC, whom Sussman's firm represented while digging up dirt on Trump. So you basically have a contributor to the DNC as judge over the lawyer for the DNC. And now what should he have done? And we all know it. He should have recused himself. But of course, Democrats are always insisting that Republicans like Jeff Sessions recuse themselves, which caused the entire Russian collusion hoax to begin with. And $42 million in a two-year Robert Mueller investigation was all because Jeff Sessions is another Republican gelding prancing around the field that the Democrats look for. So that's what happened there. So that's the judge in the case. Now this is, and I'll get back to this case in just a second, but more on, more on the election. Alexander Alexander Daytech video, Representative Mo Mo Brooks clashes with Fox anchor. Fox is no friend of ours over 2000 Mules documentary. Play it for me. Sir, I want to move on to January. Okay, then look at the look at the the, look at the judge's opinion. Look at the judge's opinion in Pennsylvania that talked about over two million illegal ballots cast. That was their court order. Look at the uh, special investigation of a former Wisconsin Supreme Court justice who found significant voter fraud at nursing homes in the state of Wisconsin. Look at the 2000 Mules documentary that has come out. Look at how many mass mail out of ballots there were across the United States for which we have no security. Okay, um, and and that has been looked at and fact-checked by multiple outlets, including Reuters, who have debunked that as any sort of proof that there was widespread voter fraud. I'm sorry, but other people have fact-checked it and find you absolutely wrong, Sandra. But keep going with that story if you wish. Okay, thank you, sir. 
And in a little bit, we'll get to those fact checkers. But that fact checkers, it's funny, you have Fox News referring to liberal fact-checked outfits like PolitiFact and others that, that, that allegedly fact-checked 2,000 mules. Listen, there's 2,000 mules running around. It's absolutely verified. They went to numerous voting locations. Most of you have seen the film, so I won't get into it. But, mo- I mean, it's absolutely no doubt there was widespread voter fraud. And it w- even if they want to debate whether it could overturn an election or not, I mean, they can, but there's no doubt there was widespread voter fraud. And if anybody looks at the numbers, there's no doubt that it overturned the election in the six states and the seven cities. Elaine Ben Moha video, Trump on Truth, play it for me. You know, it is, uh, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Former Clinton campaign manager Robbie Mook testified in court today that Hillary Clinton personally approved the dissemination of the Trump-Russian bank allegations to the media. Explosive testimony has undercovered what was at the root and who gave the blessing for them to disseminate false information that was amplified a million times over by our mainstream media. Hillary Clinton personally signed off on this. Personally. Hillary Clinton herself. They misled, they obstructed justice. The entire FBI was in on it. And the campaign and the DNC. The Russia hoax is finally dead. So there we go. Now that's of course reiterates what I've already said. Now the last refuge uh, tweet says this, the FBI maintains, and this is absolutely earth shattering news that doesn't get report, doesn't get reported by anybody, but right wing outfits like gateway pundit. It doesn't get, it doesn't get reported by anybody. This is earth shattering that the FBI maintains a workplace. Where, where do they, where of all places does the FBI maintain a workspace, including computer portal inside the law firm of Perkins Coie and leave this up. Now, again, let me just lay this out for you. The DNC and Hillary Clinton hired Perkins Coie. Perkins Coie hired Fusion GPS. Fusion GPS hired Christopher Steele. And Christopher Steele spoke to Russian operatives who did it on purpose and put together a false Russian dossier. And and, And the FBI actually maintains a workspace in Perkins Coie, where Mark Elias works. They, they, the FBI, which is supposed to be the blind scales of justice, actually has a workplace inside of a DNC operative. I mean, think about this. And you're like, Tom, we already know the FBI's. I know, but listen, it just keeps coming out. The FBI actually maintains a workspace inside of a DNC operative office. That's, the, that's where we are as a country, and nobody does anything about it. Where are the Republicans? The, this should be all, this should be nonstop where Republicans are walking up to podiums. This is earth-shattering. I want everybody to think about this. What if the FBI maintained a workspace in Trump Tower? Think, think about what the news, how the news outlets would be responding to that. It's absolutely unbelievable. Go to the next one for me. Rising Serpent video. Perkins Coie, the law firm. Play it for me. Hillary Clinton donors acquitted a lawyer called Michael Sussman of lying to the FBI. Now, who's Michael Sussman? Sussman is a former partner at the law firm Perkins Coie, the biggest Democratic firm, the firm that represented Hillary Clinton's campaign. And in that capacity at Perkins Coie, Sussman laundered false information about the Trump campaign to the FBI. So a pretty tight relationship between Sussman and the FBI. 
We're learning tonight much more about the connection between the FBI and Sussman's former law firm, Perkins Coy. Congressman Matt Gates and Jim Jordan have just received a letter from Perkins Coy's attorneys. This show can report exclusively that in that letter, Perkins Coy admits the FBI has maintained a, quote, secure work environment within Perkins Coy offices for more than a decade, going back to 2012. What? According to the letter, quote, Perkins Coy is responsible to the FBI for maintaining the secure work environment. That workspace, whatever it is, is still in operation today. Ever heard of anything like this? No one we spoke to has. Matt Gates is the man who found this. He's, a, of course, a member of Congress from the state of Florida. He joins us tonight. Congressman, thanks so much for coming on. Um, this is bizarre. Tell us what it is and what you think it means. We got a report from a whistleblower that we confirmed through multiple admissions, including this letter, showing that the Democrat Party's law firm, the law firm that received $42 million from the Democratic Party, has this co-located workspace that they operate in concert with the FBI. Why in the world would that be the case? Why would Christopher Ray allow it to continue? Then you also have to ask yourself, why within the last 12 months was the person on behalf of Perkins Coy operating that uh, that worksite, Michael Sussman himself. And we heard through this trial that you just referenced that the FBI believed Michael Sussman was lying to them in 2017 when he was shuttling false information about Trump into the intelligence process. And now we learned for four years after that lie, Michael Sussman was in fact operating this secure work environment. So what reason would there be for that? And what leverage would the Perkins law firm have over the FBI given this work? So while Michael Sussman is on trial and his accuser is the FBI, I mean, it it may seem like it's Durham, but it's really the FBI because the accusation is that he lied to the FBI. So the FBI has filled out probable cause affidavits against Sussman while Sussman is running the FBI's workspace inside of Perkins Coie, Perkins Coie, which received $42 million from the DNC. We have such a swamp. Radical times call for radical measures. The the FBI must be completely and totally dismantled. No No more even having a name, Federal Bureau of Investigation. The FBI needs to be completely torn down from top to bottom. Every agent fired. Every supervisor fired. You're like, Tom, the rank and file. The rank and file could be whistleblowing a long time before any of this, and none of those cowards ever say a word. They know they're corrupt. What a swamp. You have the FBI who knows that they're good. They know that the person that they have filed charges against, they want that guy to actually defeat the charges that they filed. They actually want Sussman to win because they're bosom buddies inside of Perkins Coie's office where Sussman runs the FBI branch at Perkins Coie. I want everybody to think about the level of corruption. And let me just tie it back to COVID again, like I tie it back every time. You have all of this going on and these exact same people, the federal swamp, the federal government tells you to put a mask on and you do it, tells you to stick a metal rod in your arm full of an mRNA vaccination, that's an experimental vaccination, that the company who actually made the vaccination refuses to release the papers that show how they developed the vaccination and they want to hide those papers, they want to keep them confidential for 75 years. All right, Paul Sperry tweet. Here's the difference now. Now, while Trump's president, 
FBI opened no fewer than 10 Trump investigations while Trump was president. Four years. Crossfire Hurricane, Crossfire Fury, Crossfire Dragon. These guys, I mean, you know what? Leave this up. You know what is very symptomatic? And I, I know I'm talking about testicles a lot tonight. But here's the thing. Do you know what really is emblematic of being a gelding? Is when you have to put words like that in front of your operation. Crossfire hurricane. Peter Strzok couldn't defeat a kitten in an arm wrestling match. All right. That, that's why he has to put crossfire hurricane. And by the way, none of these things, crossfire hurricane, crossfire fury, crossfire dragon, None of them amounted anything. You look at Crossfire Dragon with the FISA warrants where you had Andrew McCabe and uh, James Comey both lie on FISA applications, leaving out ex- both lying and leaving out exculpatory material. Both of them, fe- both of them felonies. Neither one of them been prosecuted. There's absolute stone cold truth. It's absolutely, there's stone cold proof that they did it. Nothing's happened to them because it is a swamp. What's for thee is not for me. They will prosecute you, just like Dinesh D'Souza. Dinesh D'Souza, who didn't receive money, he contributed money to a campaign and ended up in federal prison because Barack Obama went after him. In all these other campaign violations, when Democrats do them, they receive absolutely nothing. They lie to Congress. They don't get charged with perjury. They just waltz off into the sunset to their multi-million dollar Raytheon board job. Crossfire Razor, Crossfire Typhoon, Crossfire win, Alpha Bank, Alpha Bank, Trump CI, Trump obstruction, and all but two had a Hillary source. So eight out of 10 had a Hillary source. The FBI must be, their FBI is nothing but the Gestapo, brown shirt Gestapo, Goebbels for the Democratic Party. They are, they are a disgrace to law enforcement, and most of them do not know how to work crimes anyway. They're lawyers. They're civil servants. They're social workers that go to the FBI Academy. They've never worked police calls in their life. That's why in every situation where they know about a mass shooter before the mass shooting occurs, they do absolutely nothing because they have no instincts because they've never worked crimes in their entire life. Plus, every last one of them is a prancing gelding. Every last one of them. Matt Gates tweet, the jury, the Sussman trial, acquitted Michael uh, Sussman of lying to the FBI it included multiple Hillary Clinton donors. So we already covered the judge, which has given $30,000 exclusively to the DNC and Democratic causes. Now let's go to the jury. The jury that acquitted Michael Sussman of lying to the FBI included multiple Hillary Clinton donors, an, a- an AOC donor, a juror, juror married to a former Clinton campaign staffer, and others close to the Democrats. There are two justice systems in this country, one for the left and one for us. There is no justice for us. If you have FBI agents come to your door, don't go with them. Don't, don't cooperate. That's what happened to Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn cooperated with the FBI. I'm not, if they have a warrant for your arrest, go with them. I'm just saying if they don't, don't go with them. I ain't. I won't. You go and you cooperate with these guys. Michael Flynn goes in and cooperates. And you know, their, their post-interview Witness statements that the FBI agents have to fill out called 302s all said that he was telling the truth and then they charged him with lying because they are all part of this amalgamous swamp culture that you just defend the swamp members, Republicans and Democrats. 
Republican swamp members like Ben Sass, like Mitch McConnell, like Mitt Romney, all they care about is the pseudo synergistic tension that they create. I'm going to say a pro-life thing today so that people on the right think that I'm a conservative. They're not conservatives. They're geopolitical neocons. They are globalists. All of these people are globalists only out for their own personal enrichment and their own personal power. That's what they're all about. Here's a pic of 27-year-old Hillary. Let's look now. A 27-year-old staff attorney for the House Judiciary Committee during the Watergate investigation, Hillary Hillary Rodham, was fired by her supervisor, lifelong Democrat Jerry Sefman. When asked why Hillary Rodham was fired, Sefman said in an interview because she was a liar. She was an unethical, dishonest lawyer. She conspired to violate the Constitution. Nothing has changed. Leave this up. Nothing has changed at all with Hillary. The rules of the House, the rules of the committee, and the rules of confidentiality. It's just like Nancy Pelosi. You know what? Let's form a 1-6 committee. Okay, no problem, Nancy. Let's do a 1-6 committee. You can bring it back to me. Let's do a 1-6 committee. Well, let's go Hillary Clinton style. Well, we have to have the two members that are selected by the House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarthy. Nah, oh, they, you know what? Here you select them. I rejected, I reject, I reject Jim Banks and Jim Jordan. That's rejected. And then let's issue unlawful subpoenas. And then let's, let's have the DOJ issue unlawful warrants based on our unlawful subpoenas. Sounds just like Hillary. Because if you, the, listen, liberal starts with the word L, left starts with the word L, and so does liar. That's who these people are because they belong to their father, the devil. They want to carry out their father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language for he is a liar and the father of all liars. That's who they follow. John 8, 44, the devil himself. Hillary Clinton tweet. And I, this is this is now transitioning to my next part of the, the podcast tonight, which I just call the same. Hillary Clinton, they're all part of the same cabal. They are all part of the same entity with the same motivation, with the same goal, which is globalism, which is not just globalism. That may sound innocuous to you, but it's actually global control of you by unelected officials. That's what Hillary is involved with. They're all the same. So Hillary, notorious Margaret Sanger lover, the eugenist who wanted to eliminate the entire black population through abortion, through Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood. Parenthood founder, Bill Gates, lover of vaccines, father on the, the first board of Planned Parenthood. They're all part of, all of which are gun grabbers, all of which are transgender activists, all of which are drag queen transgender show activists, all of them. All of them go to the WEF. All of them want to defund the, the, the police. All of them want us to go to kinetic warfare with the with with Russia through Ukraine. They all want the same. Christian goes, well, you know, I'm against the gun grabbing, but you put their mask on. You put their swastika on. Look at Hillary. Here she is, notorious liar, collusion hoaxer, but what is she also? She's a gun grabber, pro-abortionist, and look at her COVID at look at her COVID attitude. You can now order that's not very long ago. This is just middle of last month. You can now order eight more at-home COVID tests for free. Thanks to the Biden administration. They're all part of the same cabal. Now, here's the list that I have. The race hustlers, here's the list. There's 14 of them. Race hustlers, abortionists, transgenderists, homosexual activists, gun grabbers, climate hustlers, COVID tyrants, which includes maskers and lockdown propagators, vaccine pimps and whores, disinformation, the disinformation police, the disinformation governance board, insurrectionist peddlers, defund the police peddlers, 
Democratic Party, WEF, and Ukraine warmongers. They are all part of the same entity which have this plan. And it is a very simple plan. It is a seven-letter word, and it is called control. They're all the same. You can't be a, a, a conservative. You can't be somebody who wants this, who, want, who is a constitutionalist, who is a constitutional federalist, and say, you know what, I agree with you. And, and there's just, there's people that come to mind with this. And I, I even use like, I'll use, ben, I'll use Ben Shapiro. I'll use Dinesh D'Souza as examples. They'll say, well, yeah, of course we're against the disinformation governance board, but the very same people who put out the disinformation governance board are pimping and whoring the very vaccines that both those men took. And both those men gladly wore masks. I put, I actually respond, of course I got no response from him, but I put it on, uh, one of Dinesh D'Souza's tweets because he was talking about basically how could a scenario happen where the 2000 mule scenario unfolded? How did this occur? Well, very simply, Dinesh, because you and your wife, Deb, were out there making Facebook live videos. Maybe they weren't lies, but you're making Facebook videos about how you were both locked down, wearing your mask, being dutifully compliant, probably triple vaxxed by now. The same people that push triple vaccine are the same people that push a fraudulent election, are the same, are the same people who are trying to grab guns, and then you endorsed how they're going to go about all, the, all of these things, whether it's gun grabbing, transgender activism, it's all about getting the, the geopolitics to a place where they force you into they're one world economic control, which I'll get to in detail, but that's what it's about. So you can't just kind of come in and say, you know what? I'm no gun grabber, but give me my fourth vaccine. No, you're one and the same because you're both pushing the same agenda. The Bible puts it this way. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. You can't jump in anywhere. If you jump in and you agree with any of this, you're saying, well, no, I, I hate all that climate stuff. But the very same push people that are pushing the climate ideology are the same people pushing COVID tyranny. And you've jumped in with the COVID tyranny, which helps them with the climate tyranny, which helps them with the gun grabbing, which helps them with the homosexual activism, because you're all now on the same team pushing for global control. Now, what do you mean? Let me be specific with you. This is how it'll work. This is how, and I'm not saying it'll, this is how it will work. This is how it can work. All of the development, you have COVID-19 developed in a lab at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Everybody knows the story. Funded by Anthony Fauci, funded by Peter Daszak, the, the EcoHealth Alliance, felt, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, funded by the CCP, funded by the PLA, funded by the NIH, working in congruity with Ralph Barrick at, at UNC. They made this, through gain-of-function research, this virus, all for the purpose of getting to the vaccine. Now you're like, okay, well, I took the vaccine, but you know what, as of yet, Tom, I haven't had to have a vaccine passport to buy, sell, trade, or travel. Well, that's very different than the European Union, Australia, Canada, and New York City, and Israel. They all have to have their vaccine passport. Well, yeah, you're like, well, okay, but it's one vaccine. It won't ever lead to anything else. No, what they do is they take the one, the vaccine, the vaccine passport, and then they add to it. They add social credit to it they add i have a list here of six things they add all medical care 
to it. They add your credit cards to it. They add your passports to it. Your ability to buy food, clothes, and ascertain shelter for your family. They, they, they add all banking to it, eventually one step at a time, and it starts off with a vaccine passport. And it ends up where there's no competition to the one card. It starts off with a vaccine. And by the way, I saw the book of Revelation, chapter 13, unfolding right before your very eyes. That he causes all, both small and, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's what it's all about, getting us to that place. There won't be, as they add one thing more to the vaccine, vaccine passport is the simple gateway to the mark of the beast. It's the gateway or a gateway to the mark of the beast. Well, they'll add one thing after another, and there won't be any competition to the quantum dot tattoo on your forehead or on your right hand, or right now the QR code on your phone. There won't be any competition. That'll be the only way to access goods and services. The only way to get a tooth pulled. The only way to buy baby formula. The only way to travel to see your grandparents. And that's how, that's how they pigeonhole people. And the only way to have a job. Well, you know, I'm filling out my job application. Well, do you have the QR coded mark of the beast on your phone? No, I, I don't have that. Well, you're disqualified. You know what? Go get vaxxed. And then they'll add social credit. Then they'll add all medical. Then they'll add credit, your passport, and all banking to, the code, to your code, to your QR code on your phone, and then come back and fill out your job application. That's how they got so many people vaccinated up to the, up to, you know, to the tune of 2 billion people on planet Earth, allegedly. But that's the goal. Everybody, everybody on this list is pushing toward that goal, whether they know it or not. And when you're a conservative and you buy into one thing out of these 14 things, well, you know, I, I wanted to do my part. I put my mask on, the swastika for the globalists. I put my mask on because I wanted my neighbors to feel comfortable. Understand that you're a climate hustler now because it's all the same motivation to the same goal. All right, now, now you don't believe me. Now let's look at this now. Here's, here's a Beto O'Rourke video. Blank, yeah, we're going to take your AR-15. Play it for me. You said, quote, Americans who own AR-15s and AK-47s will have to sell them to the government, all of them. You know the critics call this confiscation. Are you proposing taking away their guns, and how would this work? I am. If it's a weapon that was designed to kill people on a battlefield... If the high-impact, high-velocity round, when it hits your body, shreds everything inside of your body because it was designed to do that so that you would bleed to death on a battlefield and not be able to get up and kill one of our soldiers. When we see that being used against children, and in Odessa, I met the mother of a 15-year-old girl who was shot by an AR-15, mm -hmm. and that mother watched her bleed to death over the course of an hour because so many other people were shot by that AR-15 in Odessa and Midland. There weren't enough ambulances to get to them in time. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. So do you put a swastika on your face? He's a noted COVID hustler. Do everybody see it? He's a noted COVID hustler, vaccine pimp and whore. And, he's, and he also wants to take your guns. They're one and the same. It's all the exact same apparatchik. It is the exact same. There, there are different conveyances all to get to the exact same goal, which is globalist control of you personally. More Beto. Play for me, other. 
How do you address the fears that the government is going to take away this uh, assault rifles, as you call them, if you're talking about buybacks and banning? Yeah. So I, I want to be really clear that um, that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, Americans will who own AR-15s, AK-47s will have to sell them to the government. We're, we're not going to allow them to stay on our streets, to show up in our communities, to be used against us in our synagogues, our churches, our mosques, uh, our WalMarts, our, our public. Ah, yes, of course, the mandatory buyback that is is always put out. By Stalinists. Now, again, you're like, well, I don't agree with Beto on that. But if you jump in with COVID, which is a massive control measure, wearing masks and getting vaccinated and locking yourselves down and quarantining yourself, understand that you are part of the problem. They're all the same. It's all the exact same attitude. It's all the it's all part of the same goal. They are all different conveyances to get to the same goal. So if you're somebody who goes, yeah, you know what? I'll, I, I'm against Beto on his gun grabbing, but I'll, but I'll take his vaccine. Understand that you have bought, bought into the apparatchik. You have bought into the plan. And you're like, Tom, you're preaching to the choir. I know that mainly I'm preaching to the choir, but I want everybody to see it because what always happens is, is they try to slip something in. They know that people like us are not going to go for the gun grab, so they go for the vaccines and the masks. And the, and, and the worst part about it is COVID's worse than all of these things, except for maybe abortion. And, and Beto loves to butcher the unborn too. So you're going to wear his mask and take the same vaccine he takes? Have the same attitude that he has? I asked Ben Shapiro that. I would ask Dinesh D'Souza that, Ted Cruz that, numerous others on the House and Senate floor. You can't stand that he wants to butcher the, butcher the unborn. You can't stand their, this climate activism. But yet you agree with them with an mRNA vaccination by a globalist elitist company run by a globalist elitist named Albert Borla. And Pfizer, you, you go ahead and take, who also is a climate hoaxer, who's also a WEF member. You all just jam that vaccine into your arm because they're coming again. There'll be something to add to this list unless they just keep using the same 14 things. It's all the same. Here's Kathy Hochul out of New York. Play it for me. And in the state of New York, we're now requiring social media networks to monitor and report hateful conduct on their platforms. See, it's all part of the same motive. It is all part of the same system to get to the goal she like i said part of the this was number nine the disinformation police well i disagree with her on that but you take her vaccine and put her mask on you put your very emblem the swastika for the elitist globalist you put it on your face all for what reason and i know again i just want to make this clear i'm not yelling at those of you who stood i'm yelling at those of you who didn't stand and have yet to say i was wrong if you've already admitted you were wrong fine just like i've had had to admit that i've been wrong about a thousand things a thousand different ways throughout my life but kathy hochel now wants to be of course have the the disinformation police on all social media platforms in the state of new york Ron DeSantis is doing the opposite where they're not allowed to do that here in the state of florida which we need to, be, need to be looking to clash act, action lawsuits against YouTube and Facebook for their shadow banning and banning practices. But they're all part of the exact same system. They're part of the exact same apparatus. They are going after you to control you. 
That's what it's all about. All right, let's go to the next one. Tom Elliott video. Pfeiffer, if you could go to Facebook on a daily basis, play it for me. It's time and again, these social media companies are behaving in a way uh, that we would never allow any other company to behave. And by that, I mean, you know, uh, 50% of Americans get their news from Facebook. Would we allow CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite in the 60s when he was so dominant in the 70s to deliberately spread lies, uh, channel them through Russia or deliberately spread health care lies? I don't I think the government would pull their FEC license. Why can't we pass basic regulations to make these companies be more transparent about the algorithms that spread the lies on everything from covid to January the 6th? We absolutely should be able to pass them. We actually have to pass them. I think these social media companies are in many ways the tobacco companies of this era. They're exploiting loopholes in the law to deeply damage America. It's just connects to your cancer metaphor. Yes. And with little to no regulation. And so we actually have to do it. The reason that it is hard is it is right now not in the interest of a lot of Republicans to do it. If you go to Facebook on a daily basis, the most the posts with the most engagement are from Dan Shapiro, or Ben Shapiro, Dan Bongino, Candace Owens, it is right-wing content. It dwarfs progressive content, it dwarfs mainstream media content, which is actually should be the part that scares us the most, that Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire has more followers and engagement, many times more than the New York Times or CNN. That is a problem for democracy. So are you saying that, like, the Republican agenda is backed up by the freaks on Facebook, and so they don't want to do anything about it? Absolutely. It, it is... Just making sure. Yes. I'm, to be very clear is that Facebook is the most powerful messaging platform for the extreme MAGA message. That benefits the Republicans. They have very little, they like to cry about Facebook and big tech, and then they just laugh their way to the bank when Facebook pushes their message, including the big lie, all across, into people's cerebrums all across this country. So, to your point. So Mika and Joe want to enhance democracy, support democracy, and uphold democracy by limiting and censoring speech. That's who these people are. And again, I'll tie it back probably every video, and then conservatives take their vaccine still thinking they're different than these people when you're actually when you take their vaccine and put their mask on and lock down like they want you to you are pushing forward their agenda on censorship you're pushing forward their agenda agenda on abortion you're pushing forward their agenda on climate change because actually the covid agenda is the worst of all because it's the most restrictive they told people that you can't have a job without a vaccine, that you can't travel with a vaccine without a vaccine, can't buy food without a vaccine, can't have a federal job without a vaccine, can't leave your home, can't enter places of business without masks on. It's actually worse than all of them but abortion, but they're all conveyances to get globalist control of you. You can't be like, I'm against disinformation, but I wear the mask of those who are proffering disinformation. I mean, if you are somebody who's against Nina Jankovic and the Disinformation Governance Board, then how in the world are you doing exactly what she wants you to do with your own body? How can you be against it? All right, True North video. Think this is ever going to go away? It's not. From Canada. Play it for me. Prime Minister and this government continue their hypocrisy and virtue signaling with their vindictive mandates as airports are in disarray, people are blocked from traveling, and others remain unable to return to their jobs. We'll hear in their response that they're following the science, but let me offer a quote on the government's mandates from a well-known infectious disease specialist, Dr. Isaac Bogosh. Quote, at the end of the day, the current pol policy probably isn't doing a whole lot, end quote. 
Their mandates aren't stopping the spread. They're not saving lives. They're hurting Canadians. When will the Prime Minister and this government end the mandates? The Honourable Parliamentary Secretary. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and I'd like to thank my, my colleague for his collaboration on the Health Committee as well. I was also there when we heard from Dr. Bogosh, who has been a consistent and sage advocate for vaccines from the first day of this pandemic, and he was this morning on the news as well. It is incontrovertible that vaccines will continue to save lives in this country. Only in the last month, Mr. Speaker, over 1,800 Canadians died from COVID-19. We cannot wish COVID-19 away. We must continue to be vigilant. We must continue to ensure that our neighbours are aware of where they can get a third and a fourth dose. And we must be wearing our masks when we're in public. Back to me. So there you go. Now, there, it's very interesting because it's actually emblematic of what I'm talking about. They were quoting from the right side of the politic politics there in Canada. They're quoting a doctor. But the problem is the doctor they were quoting was a vaccine pimp and whore. So he's saying right now, none of the things that they're doing are working, but he's lost all credibility because he bought into the, the agenda exactly what I'm talking to all of us about. You can't sit there and be anti-gun grabber and, be, and then take the gun grabber's vaccine. And it's the same thing with this doctor saying, basically, you know, get these masks off of people on planes. They're not going to do anything. But he, but he supports the vaccines, which do nothing. Vaccines which don't stop transmission, don't stop infection, most ever 90 percent of those uh infected hospitalized and dying of COVID in canada are fully vaccinated but yet this doctor is still saying and still a proponent of vaccines based on what the only reason why he doesn't tell the truth is be is because he's afraid of the consequences of telling the truth that sounds very familiar doesn't it all the compliant republicans conservatives and christians that are watching or that will watch this video which by the way i can tell facebook's monkeying around with us a lot tonight so like and share as much as you can like and share on rumble like and share off of black robe like and share like and share like and share i can't friend you on facebook so friend me or friend foundation church Share however you can on YouTube, although we have to delete it right afterwards because YouTube, YouTube will find a violation and give me three strikes for one, for one violation. But this is emblematic. These people in Canada, it'll never end. Wear a mask for what? So if, it, ask yourself, here you have that politician, I don't know his name, the guy that looked literally transgender himself and like an ultimate beta, beta male standing there. He's saying mask and vaccinate, okay? Vaccinate for what? Doesn't stop transmission. Doesn't stop infection. Doesn't stop hospitalization. Doesn't stop death. So why vaccinate? Wear your mask when you're with other people. Oh, why? Masks don't stop infection. Masks don't stop transmission. Masks don't stop hospitalizations. Masks don't stop deaths from COVID. So why do it? This guy must have another motive. Again, it's global control. And I guarantee you this, he's also a gun grabber. I guarantee you this, he's also an abortionist. You can't sit there and be anti-abortion, anti-gun grab, and pro-vaccine or pro-COVID lockdown. They're all antithetical to freedom, antithetical to the freedom of the unborn child, antithetical to the freedom of self-protection, and all the other things I could name. Let's go to the next one, Paul Joseph Watson. They all know each other, I'm telling you. Oh, no, I'm sorry, you got it right, Heather, I'm wrong. Pfizer, Pfizer Inc. is next. They're all in this together. Thomas Reuters, which is Reuters, one of the biggest, I don't know where it ranks, but it is one of probably the top five news outlets on the planet is Reuters. And Reuters CEO, 
So you have the person who is supposed to be, um, is not supposed to take sides on, on anything. Just supposed to be just supposed to be reporting the news, which whatever the news is, is now on the board of Pfizer. So they're supposed to be neutral, supposed to be absolutely you know neutral in all that they observe as Reuters and just report the news, right? We all know that's a fallacy, but I'm just saying. So now though, Thomas Reuters, CEO, James C. Smith, has been elected to the, to the Pfizer board of directors. They're all in this together. And again, it's all to get to globalist control of you. They don't believe they will ever be controlled, which they will be. Just like all those who were under Stalin were killed, all those who were under Hitler were killed, all those under Mao, all those under Pol Pot, all those under Mussolini, they were all killed. All those under Kim Jong-un killed. They don't get it, but they will when the time comes. They're all in this together. All right, news.com tweet. This, oh, Paul Joseph Watson, I'm one ahead, guys, my fault. Paul Joseph Watson tweet, the CEO of Pfizer, the head of the CIA, get this now, the director of the NSC, the, fa- the vice president of Facebook. You wonder why we're getting shadow banned tonight. The king, I know you're doing it, Facebook. The king of Holland and the secretary general of NATO are all secretly meeting right now behind closed doors in D.C. Now, leave this up. This is not right-wing conspiracy. This is absolute fact. This is happening right now. And you believe anything that comes from any of these sources is the truth? And all, every single one of these people is a purveyor of COVID tyranny and the vaccines? And Christians line up to take them? Christians to this day are still pimping and whoring vaccines in the midst of the proliferation of vaccine passports around the globe. It's because they're not really Christians. Because in order to be a Christian, like, just like in order to be an American, you have to be an observer of the Constitution. In order to be a Christian, you have to adhere to the Bible. It's called Bildenberg. And, and not a single major media outlet has reported on it because they're all in it. Reuters is on the board of Pfizer. And in all the all, it's just what baffles my mind is the trust of Christians and non-Christian strong conservatives in globalist entities. It blows my mind. All right, where am I at? All right, news.com. Here we are. Now I'm back on track. Secret documents reveal Dan Andrews, who is basically the governor of Victoria, the premier, I believe the title is, of Victoria, has a data system which has monitored Victorians' social media sentiment and credit card transactions. I told you. This is not right-wing conspiracy. This is absolute fact. Not one of these people is denying any of this. They start off with the vaccine passport. Then they add the social credit system. Then they add all medical. Then they add all credit, all passports, all food, clothing, clothing and provision, all banking. So, so that little globalist tyrants like Dan Andrews, who is an absolute unequivocal power pervert. And you ever seen the guy in purpose? I mean, in person, he looks like Lurch. And that's, that's what these people are all about. That was their motive from day one. Never listened to a word from them. Listen to that. that. He's been monitoring their credit card transactions, transactions and their social media sentiment. What does that have to do with COVID? 
It never had anything to do with COVID. It had to, it was to get you to the vaccine passport, which actually falsely alludes to COVID because it's not even about vaccine passport. It's about a globalist vac- a passport. The vaccines as an excuse to get you, to pigeonhole you into the system where they control every last one of your movements for their personal power and for their personal prof- uh, prosperity, for their personal profit. All right, James Melville tweet, climate Climate hypocrisy, climate change, they don't practice what they preach. Go to the next one for me, the pick. There you are. You got, you got uh, what's that? I don't even know. Is it Andrew? And, it's not Andrew. It's uh, William and Kate, Bill Gates. And what's the other ones there? What's the, what's, uh, yeah, I got printed. Prince Charles, I know. What's his, what's those two? Meghan Markle and uh, uh, Hank, Harry. Yeah, I'm not much of a uh, observer of the royal family. But there's the, the but they're all WEF members. All big on you, curbing all of your carbon emissions as they fly around. Noted in the look at the size of the planes, the helicopters flying all over the globe because they don't care about carbon emissions. They don't care. What are you point at, Aaron? An SUV, of course. So a giant. That's the biggest, the biggest plane of all with a giant SUV in front of it, and you're not allowed to have an SUV because they don't care about. Uh, carbon emissions they don't care about carbon monoxide and, and and dioxide going into the into the air they don't care about any of that it's all about getting you into the globalist one world system where they strictly control all that you can and are able to do that's all that it's about they don't care about that if they cared about it why are they on these jets if they cared about it why do all the COVID tyrants get caught without masks on if they really believe that they live the convictions of it, you know, the example that I always think of is Michael Rapport, an absolute lunatic of an actor. But to his credit, he's a lunatic, an absolute lunatic. Played briefly on Friends and some like those NCIS shows and stuff like that. But he, he's a noted climate hoaxer, but all he travels on in New York City is his bicycle. So at least he lives it. If, he, if you really believe it, you'd live it. But none of them do because they're all just conveyances to the mark of the beast, whether they know it or not. And just so everybody knows, I am not yielding that ground. I'm not saying that the mark of the beast is ever going to be proliferated while you and I are here. We are going to occupy until he comes. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. We are the restraining. 2 Peter 3, 9. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 6. You and I <clears throat> are the restraining. And I believe that we will hold the line. There is a, a, I believe, a national percolation of real Christians that are starting to rise up and are unafraid to stand in the truth because of the consequences of standing in the truth. All right, Jeremy Lafredo video. I asked WES Davos attendees about Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein. Play it for me. World Economic Forum should distance itself from Bill Gates given his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. I don't really know enough to comment. No, I cannot comment. I don't know about this. I don't know about that. Thank you. You don't know about that. So so you have the WF and you have Jeffrey Epstein, who, of course, was... Had numerous flights with Bill Clinton, WEF member. Uh, 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 Jeffrey Epstein, numerous flights with Bill Clinton, numerous flights with Bill Gates, numerous hangouts with Bill Gates, 
all of those things. And of course, Prince Andrew, all of them. And we, and here's the thing. People are like, well, how would transgenderism, if I just conceded to transgenderism, how would that, or didn't concede or whatever, how does that push me towards the globalist one world one way system how, how would that do that because if you stand against if you go ahead and say you know what i'm gonna go ahead and say what is obviously not true that that man is a woman then you've sworn your allegiance to the globalist order just like wearing a mask or taking the vaccine if you stand against it they'll eventually charge you with a hate crime which is already happening see how it works it's all the same the all of this is the exact same apparatus using different conveyances to get you to the same goal, one world control. Dr. David Samadhi tweet, the CDC has raised the monkeypox alert level to level two. They're now also recommending the use of masks to slow the spread. Yes, masks. No, I'm not kidding about the masks. Now, this is Dr. David Samadhi. Now, what's he talking about when it comes to masks? (laughs) Monkeypox, oh my gosh, is not an airborne virus. So why would you have to wear a mask? Of course, masks are useless against airborne viruses too, but at least in some semblance, it makes some sort of sense. Monkey, the monkey virus is not airborne. It's transmitted through sexual contact. And they want you to wear a mask? Over what? I mean, do you see how nonsensical this is? It's no difference than standing around the pool, cheering on Leah Thomas. Go, Leah, we're rooting for her. She's not a her. She's a fully penis male who, by the way, dates women. Did you know that? That just came out in Matt Walsh's Define What, I can't, what is a Woman video. He actually dates women. Leah Thomas swims with women. I mean, does he not have it made or what? <laughs> swims with women goes in their locker room with women, showers with women, and dates women. Boy, he's, really, he's found the niche in life, hasn't he? It's all the same thing. Oh, and if you sit there and you're, you're like, I don't know, maybe I'll show you in just a minute, Newsmax, who refers to a male, uh, refers to a female, or refers to a male as a female, you're part of the problem. It's, an, it's, well, I don't understand. Uh, I saw Christians put this out on Facebook. I just, I don't understand why everybody's so upset about people wearing masks. Cause it's a lie. You don't lie in the name of love. You don't sit there and go, you know what? I'm going to call you a she, even though you're a he, because I love you. That's a lie. You're going to hell for it. I'm not saying you're going to hell for wearing masks. So don't send me any notes here. You go to hell for lying, though. All right, put up the next slide for me. CDC raises monkeypox alert to level two, recommends masks during travel. The CDC warns, I just put this out here. This is a little different than the one before. That's why, why I put it up. The CDC warns that the disease has been most prevalent among men who have sex with men. So why wear a mask? Do you wear it over your be front or your be back? It makes absolutely no sense. But either did either does calling a man a woman or a woman a man. It's all everybody see it. It's all the same spirit. It's called the antichrist spirit. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery, by calling a man a woman or a woman a man, by putting a mask on that does nothing. They've they just proved it. That they just proved their motives. 
When they put a mask on for monkeypox, which says absolutely nothing, it's the same motive they had for COVID, putting on a mask, putting a mask on for COVID, to prevent you from getting COVID. And it doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. So why put it on? It's a sign of allegiance to globalist control. That's all that it is. Whether you know it or not, that's what it is. It is the swastika for the World Economic Forum and globalist control. It is. Vaccines and masks both are. Laura Ingram video, listen to this. Play it for me. I've now seen uh, corpses being taken out of apartments in Shanghai, of people who, a lot of people live alone in Shanghai, uh, young people, never married, or elder uh, elders, and, and they, they're finding dead bodies in these apartments. But I'll tell you what else is going on. The, the military in China is talking about using pandemic measures in the event of war to keep factories running by locking the workers inside. And what they call it in their military communications is stabilizing the workers on duty. They stabilize them by by locking the doors of the factory, forcing the workers to stay on the assembly line, feeding them, I guess, uh, you know, lunches on the factory floor, letting them sleep on the factory floor, and then waking them up at 6 a.m. to do the same thing over and over again. So at one level, Laura, these COVID lockdowns are actually kind of civil defense drills to ensure that the Chinese mm-hmm. people, in the event that, oh, yeah. that China launches an invasion of Taiwan or has a conflict with the U.S. in the South China Sea, that the people obediently stay on the job and continue producing goods for the conflict. Back to me. So there you go. COVID. Was it just about COVID? No, they're using it as stabilization drills, civil defense drills. So what were the, the people in Shanghai have been locked down, which is the economic hub of China, where most of their money and trans business transactions take place. They're hauling bodies out. They're not dead from COVID folks. What are they dead from? Suicides. And anything else, they died alone in their apartments. They've been locked down in Shanghai for two straight months. Can't leave. I'm not talking about can't leave your building. I'm talking about can't leave your room, can't leave your apartment, period. And they're bringing bodies out. And, they, and this was all used by the CCP and by the PLA, the People's Liberation Army, as, quote, stabilization drills civil or de- civil defense drill. So they can have everybody in place. You know, nobody can leave. Everybody's locked down. And then how do we deal with these people as they're locked down? At the example that the speaker said in the video, you know, we feed them on the floor. They sleep on the floor. We got it all practiced now. But don't worry, all the COVID cavers out there, it was just about your health the entire time, right? All right, Rebel News UK tweet. Where am I at? I'm wrong. CPAC. Okay, and I'm going to keep jumping ahead by one. All right, CPAC video. This I'm just going to show. Everybody's seen this one. This is Justin Trudeau, but I just want to use it to tie together what I'm saying. Play it for me. We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer. So this is what I wanted to show you. There he is. Same person, right? This is what I'm telling you. It is the same apparatus. It is the same globalist engine with all different pistons like race hustling, abortion, transgenderism. And now you've got Justin Trudeau gun grabbing. There he is, along with the horde of masked idiots behind him. There's not a soul in that room. That, that There's not one thing that any of those masks are doing for one person in that room, but they all dutifully wear them, just like calling Leah Thomas, because it's all the same spirit, a she when she's a he, wearing a mask that does absolutely nothing lying to yourself and then it's not even that they believe that it's doing anything it's a pledge of allegiance it is a swastika on their face 
It's all the same spirit. See, when you have somebody like Justin Trudeau, who's a gun grabber, look at his entourage behind him. Oop, there we go. His entourage behind him. They all have the same motives. And then many of the evangelicals in Canada took his vaccine. It's all the same anti-Christ spirit. All right, back on track. Rebel News UK tweet. The Essex police in England is facing mockery on social media for tweeting its support for gay pride while warning respondents that the tweet will be monitored for hate crime, suggesting that anyone who posts a negative response will be investigated. Let's, 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 let's break this down, shall we? Or let me put it in an art church vernacular. Let's unpack this. So they're putting up their support for politics and saying anybody that comes against their politics will be arrested, but they're all kind hearts that are just looking to support transgender people, right? Just like uh, that, it, it's a perfect example of all the art churches in America. We, you know, we, we want homosexuals to feel, and transgenders to feel comfortable in our churches. You shouldn't feel comfortable because you're preaching the word, not because of attitude, but because you're preaching the word. But here you have a bunch of people who are saying, look at our openness, but if you don't agree with our openness, Openness, we're going to arrest you. How open are they? Again, it's just a vehicle to get you to control. I told you that earlier, remember? Well, how can transgenderism be used to force me into, a comp- into compliance, into a new world order, into a one world market system, into a quantum dot tattoo on my forehead or on my right hand? How can it be forced that way? Because if you don't agree, you'll be arrested. Right here, you say one thing against what the police are endorsing politically, you are not allowed to have your own politics against their politics. These are the vaccine pimps and whores too, folks. These are the vaccine, these are the vaccine pimps and whores. These are them, these are the vaccine and 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 mass tyrants and, and COVID tyrants and lockdown tyrants. Same people. All these people are pro-abortion too. That's why you can't buy into one part of it and think that you're escaping supporting the rest, because you're not. It really is that simple. Mischief video, at least Texas Republican Congressman Chip Roy. Play it for me. The House of Representatives, and we're talking about allegedly crime, but we're not talking about, of the 17,000 homicides last year, the 800 homicides in Chicago, the 562 homicides in Philadelphia, the 89 homicides in Austin, Texas, blowing away the former record of 59 homicides in the, four, in the 12 major cities that broke their homicide records in 2021, all have Democratic mayors. We're seeing it across the country. We're seeing the absolute destruction of law and order across the United States of America through the defunding of police, through the attack on police as we sit here in police week, undermining the ability to prosecute bad guys. Nobody in this chamber would say we shouldn't prosecute bad guys. As a former federal prosecutor, sign me up. It's just funny how all the people that try to save your life through COVID mitigations are all the ones that are perfectly willing to kill everybody. Murder rates are up. If you notice in those cities, murder rates are up 30 to 50% in all of those Democrat-controlled cities. All of the Democrats, the number one cause of death in the black community is abortion. The, and the, the next, next, I believe, is heart disease. But the number one cause of death through homicide in the black community is another black male. And here's the thing. So they say, you know what? We are trying to save people's lives 
in the midst of being responsible for 41.2 million abortions worldwide per year. And you're wondering about the anarchy in cities. Again, that's the same thing. It's, it's part of the list of 14. They want to defund the police to cause anarchy to bring in globalist control. Think about their motives. They want to pull guns out of your hand and then take away police that come with guns to defend you from people. I'll use, I'll use Larry Krasner as an example. Soros bought and paid for DA in Philadelphia who refuses to prosecute gun criminals and then wants to take guns out of the hands of civilians, take the guns out of the hands of citizens so that those citizens can't defend themselves against the gun criminals he releases without prosecution. That is the perfect epitome of the Democratic Party, which will then make everybody come to them like as if you were coming to, you know, the mafia back in, you know, back in the day, back when the mafia controlled New York, when the mafia would come to you and say, you know, well, you, do you want to buy protect? Do you want to, you know, you want to uh, uh, buy protection? Do you want to, we will, we will provide you for protection for what, from what, from us. They won't say that. Well, we will provide you with protection if you pay us every month a certain fee. So you want to buy protection? Yeah, I'll buy protection from who? From the, from the very people you're buying it from. And that's exactly the modus operandi of the modern Democratic Party. When they come in, they refuse to prosecute gun criminals because of Soros bought and paid for district attorneys. You know, you have like uh, Kim Fox in Chicago. Chicago, which has every gun law you could possibly want. It is a liberal utopian dream in Chicago for gun control and every other sort of liberal law or liberal ordinance or, or liberal leaning you know, p- political agenda all set up perfectly in Chicago. And every, every weekend they have multiple, multiple shootings and, and many homicides every single weekend. Over, over the uh, Memorial Day holidays, uh, holiday, it was 50 shootings and 11 dead all in three days. So you have the Kim Foxes of the world in Chicago, the Larry Krasners, in, in Philadelphia, uh, George Gascon in Las, Ve- in, in, Lo- in Los Angeles, all of which bought and paid for by George Soros. And they refuse to prosecute gun criminals and then want to take guns away from citizens to per- so that they're able, so that they're not able to defend themselves from the very criminals that the Soros bought and paid for prosecutors let loose through no prosecutions. So that there's anarchy, so that you have to come to a national at first and then global authority and pay them for protection through your one world order through your qr code and mark of the beast on your phone or on your right hand or on your forehead all right cernovich tweet ag general i mean ag garland merrick garland biden green light and biden green light terrorism against police officers by giving two far left-wing terrorists who had been caught on camera and almost totally and almost totally free pass i hate the way he writes but it was a good tweet what happened here these both these people leave this up are attorneys one of them was making the firebombs making the molotov cocktails the other one i believe was the female attorney threw a molotov cocktail into an occupied police cruiser occupied with at least one police officer. So they were being prosecuted, but Merrick Garland steps in and actually they had already plea bargained one offense. He reversed that plea bargain and made that basically null and void and then gave them an incredibly light sentence. So the first plea bargain is gone and then gave them like a four year sentence for 
creating bombs and bombing attempt i mean that's attempted murder in and of itself let alone the bomb charges let alone the criminal mischief charges let alone the arson charges but they're getting four years in prison there's people that are in the dc metro jail languishing in solitary confinement right now who their charges trespassing and unlawful parading these people will probably get out before they do that is the system that we are living in that's the system that we are living in and it is all meant to create anarchy so that you run to the federal government or to the globalist unelected bourgeois government for protection i just had to put this up because it was fun my abortion was fabulous congratulations your vagina has has more confirmed kills than my assault rifle that's the truth true let's compare shall we compare abortion statistics with ar-15 statistics let's compare 41.2 million abortion murders per year versus a couple hundred gun deaths in america which is not exclusively ar-15 deaths no thank you oil field rando tweet somehow we have to figure out how to boost the price of gasoline to the levels in europe stephen chu barack obama's Energy Secretary 2008 just wanted to remind you all again, it's all intentional. And you can't sit there and say, you know what? I hate that. I hate that they're trying to raise gasoline prices so high that nobody can afford to buy them, but then take their vaccine. But you get the point. All right, let me finish with the point, with the uh, perv section of the show tonight. Now, I'm going to show you these videos briefly because most of you have already seen them. I'm just doing it to set the stage. Aldo video. Here's kids watching a drag performer play for me. All right, so we got that one. Heather, go right to the next one. Real Mac report video. Play it for me. Yeah, everybody come back here with me. Walk for me. You're gonna let you walk. Who you, you pick who you wanna walk the runway with. You pick who you wanna walk the runway with. Okay, go with her. You guys go with her. How about okay? One person can go with me. Who wants to go first? You wanna go with me? All right. This is my partner in crime today. You ready to do this? All right, so there you go on that. Now, this is a Steven Crowder video. This is a, this is child abuse from parents. Play it for me. And always remember, the perfect place for kids is whenever you have a red neon sign that says it's not going to lick itself. That's where you want to have a four-year-old boy or a three-year-old girl, or a six-year-old girl, and a seven-year-old boy, whatever it may be. All right, lives of TikTok video. A child drag queen performs provocatively. Now, again, this is, I'm not going to keep beating this horse, but again, this is all agenda-driven. The agenda here, of course, is for you to take sides. And really, you know what the mark of the beast is about? The mark of the beast isn't so much about marking those who take the mark. It's about marking those who don't. Because those who don't will be far less. So when you have the guts and the courage, the cojones to actually say that these men are men and these women are women, this is disgusting. This is perversion. When you have the guts to say it, you are marked. Now, what we all need to do is rise in that truth, speak it without hesitation, 
and let the, let the chips fall where they may. If God is on our side, he will protect us, period. But never be afraid of the consequences of the truth. Lives of TikTok video, a child drag queen performs. Part of the MO, part of the goal of the transgender movement is pedophilia. There is no doubt. If you're wondering, if you, if you have doubt, watch this video. Play it for me. Let me tell you, one of the fiercest performers yet. You guys haven't seen nothing yet. Please give it up for the one, the only, King of So there you have it. Now, there's no insidious motives there. The insidious motive is to propagate pedophilia, to normalize sexual contact with children, of which the people at, 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 at Davos, Switzerland, and the WF refuse to comment about when it comes to Bill Gates' alleged friendship with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. But that's what that's the motive behind it all. Is that there's not just big world motives behind it. There's also perverted motives behind it because in these last days, that's perversion is going to rise. The level of wickedness, according to Matthew chapter 24, 10 through 13. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. And that's talking about Christians. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. That confirms that it's talking about Christians. The love of most will grow cold because Christians are too cowardly to say that transgender people are ushering in pedophilia. They are groomers. They're too afraid to say it because of the consequences, because the names they be, they'll, they'll be called, because of the lack of acceptance in mainstream society. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Galatians 1.10. You, you can't be afraid of the consequences of the truth. Love rejoices in the truth, not in iniquity. 1 Corinthians 13.6. Here's an interesting tweet from Lives of TikTok. Various drag events. And here's the thing. Do, do I think that you're sinful and off track? If you're an adult that goes to drag events, of course, you're off. You're off track. Something's wrong. Something's deeply wrong. But that's your business. But look at, look at, the, look at the, the headline of the tweet. Various drag events for kids are being advertised everywhere. New Jersey, North Carolina, Virginia, and Colorado. Just scroll through them, Heather. Go to the first one for me. There you go. Go to the next one for me. There you go. Apex Pride, annual and awesome. Go to the next one for me. There you go. Drag Queen Bingo. That sounds like fun, huh? Go to the next one for me. All, all Ages Drag and Talent Show, hosted by Miss Jessica. Look at Miss Jessica on the bottom right. It's all about, it. listen, I was talking big world things, now let's talk small world. The transgender movement is simply about advancing the acceptance of pedophilia. 
All right, we still lips of TikTok video. Meanwhile, in New York, New York City tax dollars are funding a drag queen group to go around to schools teaching kids how to apply drag makeup and do whatever DQSH stands for. I have no idea what the drag queen something, right? Story hour. Oh, lovely. Oh, it's on the bottom. Good job, guys. Thank you. Go to the next one for me. Lives a TikTok tweet. This is a state senator. S- senator Scott. Oh, I cut off his name. it. Senator Scott something. This guy just, this guy, he's, re- he's, he's answering the tweet from below him there. This guy just gave me a bill idea offering Drag Queen 101 as part of K-12 through curriculum. Attending Drag Queen Storytime will satisfy the requirement. This is a guy who is in a, he's a state senator somewhere. Statewide senator somewhere advocating that part of classroom, classroom curriculum will be Drag Queen 101. We are in big trouble in this country. We in the church are not in big trouble. We in the church just need to stand. If you believe the word of God, you're going to prosper everything. According to Psalm chapter one, verse three, you're going to prosper in everything you lay your hands to as long as you're believing what the Bible said. Many Christians believe for healing, believe for prosperity, but they don't believe what the Bible says, they're not gonna get it. Because they're not really believing for those things the way the Bible tells you to believe for them. You always have to put that out there because many people equate themselves with other Christians and they're not equal because they're not both standing in the word of God. One stands in their own beliefs. One, like me, stands in the Bible. I stand in the word of God. Our country, though, is in big trouble. And it, but it's fertile ground. Jesus said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. John chapter 4, 34 through 36. The, the fields are white unto harvest. Even all of these transgender activists are simply brokenhearted, sinful people. But they're not going to get saved by us accommodating their sin and telling them that they're a girl when they're a guy or that they're a guy when they're a girl. That doesn't get them saved. That enables them. And Christians think saving people means that you're nice to them. You can be nice to them as much as you want. They're still going to hell. What's the point of being nice to somebody and sending them to hell? I would rather tell them the truth. He who rebukes a man will in the end gain more favor than he who has a flattering tongue. Proverbs 28, 23. When I say to the wicked, oh, wicked man, you will surely die. And you do not speak out to dissuade him from his ways. That wicked man will die for his sin, and I will hold you accountable for his blood. But if you do warn the wicked man to turn from his ways and he does not do so, he will die for his sin, but you will have saved yourself. Ezekiel 33, 8 and 9. The verse before is Proverbs 28, 23. You have to tell people the truth. You don't nice them to hell. Well, you know, the person looking up in a sulfur-ridden, worm-ridden hell, looking up at you begging for water for all of eternity from Satan and all demons hell. You can look down at him and say, well, you know what? At least I was nice to you while you're on earth. No, you should have told him the truth. That's why you don't strap lies on your face in a, in a pledge of allegiance to global anti, to the global antichrist spirit. Sen- oh, thank you. Thank you. And it's actually, his name is Senator uh, Scott. Well, that figures. That's... <laughs> His name is Senator Scott Weiner of California. I mean, 
That checks off that checks off every box. A, he's from California, and most importantly, his last name is Wiener, and he wants Drag Queen 101 in your child's classroom. The post-millennial, let's go to post-millennial video. Representative Jim Banks, he's acted, he's asking. The Secretary of Education, Cordona, he's asking him a very simple question of which he can't get an answer. Play it for me. Uh, Mr. Secretary, do you agree that school districts um, should, do you, do you believe that school districts should keep a child's involvement in gender transition a secret from their parents? Sir, I, I would love to answer questions on the budget, which is why I'm here. And I, I think what what I'm so Secretary, these are policies that your administration stands behind. You're asking me to fund your budget. And these are policies that you stand for. It's completely irrelevant to why you're here today. It's a simple question. Answer the question. Do you think the schools should keep it a secret from their parents if their children are involved in gender transition? Parents, listen, parents and schools must work together to support students. And I do strongly support. And if you look through the work that we've uh, supported and and our policies and our practices, we want should, parents. Should schools parents. ever keep that a secret from parents? Excuse me? Should schools ever keep it a secret from parents if their children are involved in gender transition? Schools should always should be a secret from parents. Schools should be partnering with parents in communication. And there are times where schools uh, are working and supporting students on issues that are very sensitive. Uh, but I do believe that parents should be connected with schools. So, of course, Cardona won't answer the question. What he's simply saying, let me put this in ba basic terms for you, that if your child wants to lop his penis off or cut her breasts off, that he wants that to be between your child and the school and the school not have to tell you. That's what he's saying. That's who these people, people are. That's why you don't put their masks on. That's why you don't take their vaccines. That's why you don't adhere to their lockdowns. That's why you don't go home and quarantine yourself according to their dictates. Because these people are absolutely, they are of an absolute perverted mind. In all ways, if you're perverted, if you're perverted to the place where you want children to be able to lop their penises off without telling their parents, then you're perverted in every other way in life. That's why I tell you Christians and conservatives, don't do anything that they tell you to do. Well, suddenly, suddenly they're experts on viral infections and suddenly they're experts about your health and what you should inject into your body. The very people that want to pull out of women's wombs, piece by bloody piece, little tiny babies. Suddenly you're going to take their vaccines. Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis video in Florida. We are fighting against Biden's intentionally destructive policies. Play it for me. We're prepared for what Biden throws our way. Uh, and, you know, yes, part of it's the inflation and the gas. Part of it are intentionally destructive policies, like trying to deny school lunch programs for states that don't do transgender ideology in the schools. I mean, give me a break totally off his rocker to be doing that. We're fighting on that. Don't worry. So we're just prepared to be able to defend the taxpayers and the hardworking people in the state of Florida. And I couldn't be prouder for, for doing that. So you probably didn't believe me earlier that how could a transgender agenda, how can that be used to push you towards compliance right there? If, if the school does not comply with Joe Biden's transgender agenda then no school lunches for you 
If you don't wear a mask, you cannot enter this building. If you are not vaccinated, then you cannot have this job or you cannot buy this or you cannot buy that or you cannot travel. Do you see how it all works together? It's all the same anti-Christ spirit. James Lindsay tweet, an elementary school run by the DOD, the Department of Defense has officially endorsed children's books for pre-K, pre-K, how old are pre-K? Four? In four and five, including critical race theory. Think about that for your kids. Including critical race theory, feminism, explicit drag queen material. Not good enough, Nick. So the DOD, in a DOD preschool paid for by your taxpayer dollars, they are advocating critical race theory, feminism, a drag queen, explicit drag queen material. In a DOD tax-funded school. Go to the next one for me. Inside the class. We are, we have, this is all, this is going on in all of these schools. And we need to, as Christians, as conservatives, pull our kids out, create homeschool consortiums and homeschool our kids. Inside the class video, we have the progress flag hanging in our main lobby. Play it for me. So I love my school. We have a great atmosphere here. And I really appreciate the fact that as you walk up to the front of our school, you're greeted by some flags. You're told to be you and that you belong here. Next is our rainbow eagle wings that you can take a picture in front of and then share with everyone you know how high you can soar. We have the progress pride flag hanging in our main hallway. And even more chalk love in the back of our school where I hang out all day. So while some states like Florida have things like the don't say gay bill, my entire school is covered in rainbows today and I this is the state of the public school system in our country it is the state of it we need to understand that that is the condition that our public school system is in right now we must respond pull your kids out federal funding goes by the amount of pupils in a school federal funding is stipulated by the amount of pupils per per, per, per school get it out tom so if, our, if we pull our kids out, all these school systems will lose federal dollars. They'll come back to us. Just like Disney shut their mouths the moment Ron DeSantis said. And notice the Tampa Bay Rays have also shut their mouths. Tampa Bay Rays go, you know what? We, we, we want to take, we, we stand for everybody losing their Second Amendment rights to make it short and concise. They, we believe in stern gun, gun, you know, gun laws, taking away your guns. And Ron DeSantis said, you know what? That $35 million that you were going to get from the state to build another stadium, that's gone. That's what you do. And I wonder if Jenna Ellis, former attorney for Donald Trump, no wonder he didn't win one lawsuit with that spineless wonder. I wonder if that means, I say this to Jenna Ellis, does that make, is Ron DeSantis taking vengeance on that, Jenna? Just like you said that he was taking vengeance on Disney when Disney wanted to come out and groom children? He said, you know what? You're going to lose your special tax exempt status, the Ready Creek Project. You're going to lose it. And they have. and they, Well, they haven't yet, but they're going to. And they're going to pay back billions of dollars in taxes that they owe. And she said, no, we as, we as principal conservatives should not be taking vengeance upon people. They lost the battle. You know, we, they, they passed the, uh, the Parental Rights Act in Florida, the Parental Rights Bill in Florida. There's no need to go after Disney. There's no need. If they're, if they're going to be funded by tax exemptions or by direct tax dollars, 
then they can't be partisan, Jenna. It's not, it's not revenge. And in any democratic state, you honestly think that if you were in a democratic state, let's just pick one, like New York, and the Yankees came out and said, we're pro-Second Amendment. You think that the New York City Commission is going to give them tax dollars, Jenna? You are the reason. People like her are the very reason why we've lost so much ground and we are $30.5 trillion in debt because all the Republicans are spineless wonders. The Democrats move the line and the Republicans hold the line and they think they're principled in doing it. Jack Posobiec tweet. Hey, every man, Jack, why did you delete? That's never a good name either for a guy. Every man, Jack, watch that. This is like the guy earlier whose name is Wiener. My producer Aaron said, you know, never comes Anthony Wiener. You know what? If your name is Wiener, I love you, but you need to change your name immediately to anything but Johnson. Don't change it to Johnson, but (laughs) change it from Wiener now. Yeah. (laughs) Don't change. My producer Aaron just shouted out Willie Johnson. Don't change it to that either. So this guy actually puts out groom with pride and he takes it down. Look at what he says up here. Pride, look at, look at his, uh, what do you call it? His, what's that? Not his title page. What's that called of his acronym up top there? Every man jack up there to the left there and keep that right there. Go to the circle. What do you call that thing? His profile pic. Every man jack with, the, with of course, I'm surprised he doesn't have a Ukraine flag somewhere. Pride is the time. What? Oh, it is? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, this is an actual company. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, so, wow, a company comes out and says this. Wow. Pride is a time to celebrate the LGBTQ whatever community and continue to push for a world filled with equity, freedom, justice, and exclusivity. I don't know anybody who prevents anybody from dressing like a woman or dressing like a man when they are a woman. I don't know. But he says, this is a company now. And Jack Posobiec actually asked them, why did you take this down so fast? Groom with pride. Listen, that's a fact. I've told you this for months. These are zealous people, but they're not intelligent people. These are zealous people, but they are stupid people. This is what, this is how they really think. They really are groomers. They are using transgender politics and homosexual politics to usher in the acceptance of pedophilia. Uh, Libs of TikTok video, Illinois Middle School. Play it for me. What's that doing? Aaron, you can put that side by side if you can. What on earth is that doing in a middle school? What is it? What is going on at this middle school? Ask yourself, when you were growing up, I don't care whether you're 25 right now. I don't care whether you're 40 or you're 53 like me. What is, was this ever in your school and what is it doing in school now? Absolutely not. What is going on here? It's getting kids to accept perversion, to accept pornography, and to accept pedophilia, to accept, accept homosexuality, which is hellbound sin. Read, read 1 Corinthians chapter 6, starting in verse 9. Read Galatians chapter 5, 19 through 21. Read Revelation 21, 8. Homosexuality is hellbound sin. And all of this is an attempt to get people to accept it as normal sexual activity. And I will say this. Fornication, heterosexual sin, sex outside of marriage, you go to the same hell as the homosexual. 
The Bible is the truth. Whatever the Bible calls sin is sin. And if you are too much of a coward to tell people the truth and you call yourself Christian, renounce your Christianity. Christians need to be saying things about this. This is wrong. This is sin. This is grooming. This is perversion. Say it. It's not unloving to say what is true. Watch, let's go to the next one. Washington Times tweet. North Carolina preschool teacher resigns over flashcards depicting a pregnant man. That's what's happening in our schools. Lives of TikTok video. Play this briefly. Students at another middle school. Play it for me. What's this doing in a middle school? I mean, what would be the motivation behind it? Explain to me what would we want people to accept transgenderism? Why? If, if these kids, when they're 18, 19, 20, want to accept it, that's their business. Why is this in school? There's, there's absolutely nothing that's good that can come from it. What, what, benefit, what benefit is it to the child? Nothing. Again, it's all the same spirit because there's no benefit to vaxxing a child either. There's no benefit to marching out a transgender activist in front of them either. It's all the same spirit. All right, last one. Look, look at this video. Adam Townsend video. It's a little bit off topic because I'm going back to Black Lives Matter. Look at what they're doing to these kids in this school. Play it for me. Absolutely leftist, globalist, bourgeois grooming. It's all that it is. Black Lives Matter. You think those kids have any idea what they're talking about? But they're trained to chant that saying, Black Lives Matter. They're trained to say it. For what purpose? Again, it's indoctrination. Get your kids out of public schools now. And you need to closely examine your private school. Because they may be globalist cavers and transgender activism cavers too. Homosexual activism cavers too. Pay close attention. Find out what's going on in your schools. This stuff will mess your kids up, possibly without Jesus, for life. You need to find out what's going on. That, that is the state of affairs in our schools. What benefit could it ever be to parade around a transgender drag queen in front of a bunch of 12-year-olds. What, what benefit is it? And again, what benefit is it to mask them? What, what benefit is it to social distance them? It's all the same thing. That's the truth. Listen, I love you all back here. Oh, wait, you know what I want to do before we go? I want to pray over somebody. Bethany, I got this letter from you. My wife gave it to me. If you're watching, I'm praying over right now, you and your sons, and I'm praying over every person that's ever received the vaccination father god we come to you right now in jesus name and lord for all those that are in agreement if you are in agreement with me right now put a hand put a finger whatever on your screen that you're watching this podcast on right now if you've received the vaccine and you want that leached out of your body be in agreement with me right now through putting your hand or finger on that screen lord for those that are in agreement with me lord i pray over them right now pray over Bethany. I pray over her two sons and every other person who's touching a screen right now that's been vaccinated. 
They've come out and they've said, you know what? I was wrong. I don't want this toxin in my body. I don't want it in my kid's body. And Lord, right now we ask you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to leach every ounce, every bit of that vaccine out of their body. Every, every single Lord, every tiny little bit of that vaccine, leach it out of their body right now in Jesus' name. And if there was any damage that was done to their body as a result of that vaccine, we receive healing for it all to complete disappearance and for that to occur right now. And for all of this to occur right now, we ask for it all in Jesus' mighty name and it is done. You are unvaccinated. Stand in faith. Love you all. Back here Thursday night, 8.30. Do not miss it. God bless you. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing the Bible, prosperity the Bible, sin the Bible, everything, protection the Bible, church the Bible. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.